0: Thank you very much, uh, Vessi. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Actually, what Vessi uh, said, uh, I'm not worthy for it. (laughs) Uh, It's all God's grace. And uh, when I was 22 and started the church, it was a combination of faith and naivety. Uh, That somebody like me uh, can do something. as we did, uh, as church. Uh, Let me say once again a big thank you uh, for your obedience towards God. And um, uh, I was here last time, three years ago, and uh, now you, as church, you are much bigger uh, than you were uh, at uh, those times. Uh, even Vesi is much bigger. Uh, uh, Phrase God, it's all about God's grace. Uh, I wish uh, I wish I can uh, preach in my native language uh, in Czech. Actually, I can, but uh, you wouldn't understand uh, a word. Uh, So I'm going to speak in English. Uh, My English teacher uh, sits uh, uh, in the back, but she's a lady full of grace and mercy, so uh, I'll go for it. I've already met uh, many people uh, from your church and here in Bulawayo. And lots of people complain because of uh, these elect- electricity problems. And uh, I realized that uh, many of you uh, are sad because you can't watch TV. I'm so sorry, you can't watch uh, South American soap operas. So, uh, let's begin with uh, a romance here in church. Because uh, I would like to talk just a little bit uh, about my wife. Uh, It's been almost 20 years I married uh, my high school sweetheart. (laughs) After six years of dating, so uh, we met, it was maybe 1st or 2nd grade uh, at high school. And uh, I became a Christian when I was 18. It was just uh, during summer holiday, between, uh, after finishing high school and starting uh, university studies. And when my uh, gr- girlfriend uh, uh, heard about uh, Jesus uh, from me, She didn't like it and she refused to listen to me uh, when I want to share all the love. I was full. But God had his way how to touch her heart. Before summer holiday, uh, she met our good friend called Alena and uh, my wife is called Carolina. So uh, Carolina met Alena, a very good friend uh, of uh, ours, and they had an idea because uh, they wanted to study in Prague together. So they had an, an idea to share a flat, to rent a flat together and to share it. After a couple of months of trying they couldn't find anything suitable uh, for them, so they decided to find something separately. Summer holidays, and after that, we met Alena at uh, the main train station uh, in the city we used to live, uh, and uh, we traveled to Prague to start our university. Alena had her flat Carolina had her flat. I was lucky to stay at a dormitory. <laughs> and when uh, these girls started to share about uh, the journey of finding uh, uh, their flat, they realized they would stay in the same part of the city. So it would be very easy to see each other. After a second, they realized they would stay on the same street in Prague. Then they realized they would stay in the same house, in the same block of flats, in the same apartment, just uh, in uh, the next room. So, separately, individually, they found place to stay in the same apartment. It was God's plan because my wife became a Christian in a week to be with Alena. She was Christian. She is Christian, and uh, so you can see it wasn't uh, an accident or coincidence. It was God's plan. It was miracle. Because uh, we were just before to split or how would you call it? Be- uh, to separate because I was Christian, Carolina wasn't. And just after a month we realized it, it, it doesn't work. But God had a plan. Carolina suffered from fear uh, from people. Uh, it was like social phobia, lots of anxiety. Uh, in her her parents uh, divorce when Carolina was 15 and uh, she experienced lots of pains in relationships, in the closest relationships uh, she had. When she became a Christian the same day she gave a testimony when she walked the streets of Prague. She smiled at people because she was changed immediately. No fear, no anxiety, Jesus in her heart. Heart that was able to receive love. Heart that was able to offer love. When God changes us, sometimes it happens immediately, sometimes it is a process. But the change always comes out our new heart, our new identity in Christ. Always. And that's exactly what Apostle Paul writes in his letter to Colossians. If you have your Bibles, you can open them in chapter 3. So I'm going to read Colossians 3 from uh, verses 12 to 14. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. I know you as a church are in the middle of a series on Paul' letters uh, to Colossians. You called it Jesus plus nothing. So move on. Here, Paul speaking about... Clothing ourselves. And I'm so glad that Wesley asked me to guide you through this part of the Bible, because I'm keen on clothing. Yeah. I like it. So that's something close to me. <laughs> Here Paul is speaking about clothing ourselves in the context of new identity and brand new lifestyle that comes out of it you are god's chosen people you are holy it means you are special to god you are dearly loved by god this is your true identity i know sin is still in our story but it's not who we are. That's why it's so important not to settle with saying I'm just a sinner saved by grace. It's not true. If you are a Christian, you were sinner and you are saved by grace. You still have the capacity to sin, to do wrong things But that's not who you are. You are holy. You are loved. You are righteous. You are new. You are in Christ. And Christ is in you. So this is the garment. You need. uh, To put on you daily. This is the garment. uh, You have to live in, during ordinary days. This is the truth. Understanding your true identity in God is necessary for the change of your behavior. If you think about yourself, that you are good for nothing, then you will live and act like one to, like good for nothing person if you if you would if you would look at yourself as loved child of god that spiritual lives in christ you will start acting like christ if you would perceive yourself as uh, godly son and daughters you will start to act as his beloved only son. Clothe yourselves. When I was preparing um, uh, for today, I had a picture in my mind, so I brought something with me. Can you help me, Vessi? Uh, no, it's, it's not, Vessi. It's, it's another bag. You'll see. Some people uh, from the Czech team uh, think it will be my big case because I was waiting two days for my big case. Thank you, thank you. Front rows uh, may see or can see this is hard draw uh, on this back because this back is your new heart and Paul says clothe yourselves new lifestyle is not far from you it's not something that will fall from the sky on you It's in your new heart. And if you want to live according to... uh, or if you would like to have a new behavior, new lifestyle, you have to reach in to your new heart, pull it out and put it on. All your new behavior doesn't come from outside, it comes from comes out from new, your identity. So it's so important to realize who you are. Who you really are. Jesus promised us a new heart and He gave us. It's already happened. He gave us a new heart that is good. If you doubt it or if it sounds too good to you, try a simple test. Put a word sinful or evil into the New Testament scriptures talking about Christian hearts. For instance, Mark... Twelve thirty. It's very well known scripture. Love the Lord your God with all your evil heart. Or Ephesians five nineteen. Ephesians five nineteen. Think and make music from your sinful heart to the Lord or 1st Timothy 1 5 1st Timothy 1st chapter verse 5 the goal of this command is love which comes from a pure sinful heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith, faith. It's just nonsense. We can't combine it. Our heart is pure or sinful. And Jesus promised us a new heart that is good. And I know it sounds amazing. So, we doubt it, but it's true. Would anything from what we read, humility, patience, love, forgiveness, can anything from these would work without pure, good heart? It's impossible. God renews His creation. The things you see in Jesus, God wants to see in you as well. That's a basic condition. If you are convinced about that, it will change the rest of your life. The hope of Christianity is that one day we all will be like Jesus. His beautiful goodness can be our goodness the things hidden deep inside of us that are wrong Jesus can heal and he will heal them he does it by giving us his goodness and he does it like a blood transfusion directly to into our heart all Like rescue breathing, receive my spirit, new heart, new identity. He gives us the opportunity to live his life, not ours. When you think about whether it is true or not, don't look at your feelings, don't look at your experiences. Begin with the acceptance of the truth that God tells us. First, you need to accept and understand the truth before you start living it, before you start pulling it out, before you start putting it on. This is the new model of holiness which Jesus gives us. It comes from the inside, from the new heart. We have a tendency to focus on behavior. I should do this, do this, I shouldn't do that. But your behavior comes from who you think you are. Because when you know who you are, then you know what to do. So clothe yourselves With compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience, forgive one another. These things you should pull out and put on yourself. So, I'm going to touch some things from the list of what you should put on. And I'm going to share some thoughts of uh, the pastor, Andy Stanley as well, not only mine. And let's start with kindness. Kindness feels soft, but not so. To be kind is to leverage one strength on behalf of another. of another. When we are kind, we put our strength, abilities and resources on loan to someone who lacks them. That's real kindness. When you are kind, you put you at someone's disposal. Kindness is powerful, not weak, not soft. Kindness is love's response to weakness. That's kindness. Humility. Humility is opposite to pride. Pride likes to criticize. Humility loves to celebrate. Pride is what keeps us from celebrating what others have accomplished. Pride is what causes us to keep our mouth shut when we should be pouring on the praise. So, don't stay neutral, don't bite your tongue. tongue. You initiate, you engage, allow the spotlight to remain on other people. Public celebration is the best way how to grow humility in your life. Celebrate others. Patience! Patience is the decision to move at someone else's pace, rather than pressure him or her to match yours. Patience is choosing to do less than you are capable for the sake of keeping in step with someone else. Pace refers to lots of things, the pace of conversation, the pace of understanding the pace at which a person makes decision the pace of getting ready to go out etc etc <laughs> patience is a decision to pause rather than to push patience is a decision to pause rather than to push. And the last, forgiveness. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Love forgives. Why do you always? Why can't you ever forget it? skip it, forgive. Who do you feel closest to? Wrong keepers or forgivers? Who would like to be? Wrong keepers or forgivers? Love chooses not to keep dozing the present with the past. I'm so happy to have this special cloth in here. I know it's, uh, it's, not, it, it's not a typical uh, overall, But, can I call it overall? Yeah. So, as you can see, what Paul said, it's not a Sunday suit. It's overall for working ordinary days. Patience, humility, forgiveness. It's not something you can put on for Sunday only. Our Christian smiles. We need it 24-7. This is overall. And Paul says, and overall, these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. The only thing you need to do is open your heart this is your new heart so you need to open it to be open for God's love accept it believe it and then pull it out and put it on. This is your Christian dress. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Love is unnatural. Love is unnatural. Do any of the traits we spoke about today come naturally to you? No? And that's why we need supernatural touch of the Holy Spirit. We need supernatural new birth as Jesus said. We need to understand and receive God's supernatural love towards us. Then we can live it out of it. Then we can, we have something, we can pull it out. Then we have something, we can put it on. Then we can give it to the others. Amen.